Good morning, party people. That's I, right, guys. Carson's back. I just uh, stole that right out of uh, Dwayne's mouth. He opened it. He was ready to go. He was about <laughs> to say it. And I was like, no, sneaking in here first. So good morning, everybody. Um, today is going to be a little bit different. Instead of having a specific topic that we're going to go really hard into, um, me and Dwayne are just going to have a little bit of a conversation, a little bit back and forth, talking about what we found in our um, kind of investment careers and some things that we've noticed, some things that we enjoy, some things that we've, yeah, just kind of what of our, what our experiences have been. Mm-hmm. What you, and some things that we hate, because you know, <clears throat> we, there's, there's, there's some things that you gotta hate when you invest, right? Not all things are perfect, right? So basically, um, so when it comes to our investing, we, sorry guys, but we use two different apps. One of them is TD, Direct Investing, mm-hmm. and then the other one is Well Simple Trade. <clears throat> There's like Well Simple and Well Simple Trade. So Well Simple, um, you pretty much like put your money in; it will create like an ETF for you, um, and kind of based on your risk tolerance and stuff, it'll put that money in there. So that's a good option for somebody that wants to can do like a hands-off approach, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of like funnel money into there. That's a really good option. Um, yeah. I really like that because it's like minimal fees compared to, uh, and we'll talk about that in depth. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to TD, but Wealth Trade, um, you can go and actually buy individual stocks. And the good part is there are no fees. Pretty much no fees. Yeah. There's like, like a, what is it, half a percent of when you're pulling out. When you're pulling out, <clears throat> or no, it's I think it's on a yearly. Basis. Yeah, I think it's on a yield. Okay. Um, and so it's like half a percent of your total value or something, but like once your value exceeds a certain amount, it like drops again to like a lower percent. Um, so it kind of scales with you. But if you're like, okay, you know what, half a percent, let's say you have $10,000 in there. Mm-hmm. 1% of that is what ten thousand dollars i can do math right now 100 bucks so it's 50 dollars in fees for ten thousand dollars okay now with td you have to uh, have a nine dollars and 99 cent fee every time you buy a stock or every time you sell a stock so if you're putting in let's say a direct deposit of a hundred dollars a month use that hundred dollars and you buy some stock that means 10% of all the money that's going in there is going right to the bank mm-hmm. for you to use. And so if you buy, let's say you buy three stocks, you buy three different stocks, um, you pay $9.99 three times, you got 30 bucks there. And then two years later, you want to pull that money out and you sell those three stocks, you pay that $9.99 fee again. Now it's cost you $60 in fees in comparison to wealth where it's $50 a year and you can split up your money. You know, if you have 30 cents in there, you can go and buy some like penny stocks, for example. Like you can do, you can split it up however you want, unlimited tra- transactions in that way. But <clears throat> um, I wanted to ask you, Dwayne. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that you've found um, with investing in regards to like how you view money, how you view like saving and stuff like that, how you view opportunities with with stocks. Tell me a little bit about what you what you've kind of noticed and experienced. So the opportunity 
before I really thought that was, I thought that was an opportunity, but I didn't know it was this big of an opportunity to be able to learn, right? Learn outside school as well, right? Because to be honest, I've never taken any finance classes in school. I had to, I had to self-learn, right? I had to educate myself on investing, trading, and getting into it, right? And the cool thing about this is that there's a massive amount of opportunity in the market and a lot of people don't know about it. And how I view things now is, for example, if I get a paycheck, instead of me saying, huh, I have extra money, what can I buy with this money? I'm not like, huh, I got extra money. What stocks can I buy with this money, right? <clears throat> and then it becomes sort of like an addiction, an addiction where you see your money grow, you're happy, and then you get paid in dividends too, right? So you get two sides, two sides of the picture, your money's growing and they're paying you for that, right? So now you're making your money work, and then when they pay you, you take that money and reinvest it. So you make your money's children work, then your money's grandchildren work. Right? So you're basically putting your money to work. And when people use that terminology, you got to put the money to work for you. It doesn't necessarily mean buying and selling things. It doesn't necessarily mean, you know, opening up a shop. It could just be throwing your money in investment, right? That's when your money's working hard for you because you're putting it in a corporation that it's growing and people continue to buy that stock at higher prices and it continues to pull up, mm -hmm. right? And therefore you end up making more money. and. What I love about that, it's way, way better than any bank could give you in a savings account. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so, I think there is... <clears throat> sorry, can I jump in? Yeah, no, I'll, I'll go ahead. I just wanted to um, add something to that, Dwayne. You you mentioned how it becomes a little bit of a, a, an addiction of an obsession. Mm -hmm. You know, people always say that when when you're just trying to put money away into a, into a savings account, right? You have your main checking account. And then you have your saving account and every time you get paid and you're like, ah, okay, here's my 10% into savings. It kind of hurts a little bit. It doesn't feel good to take a portion of the money that you're making and just put it over there and say, don't touch it. Mm -hmm. But, and I, and I felt that and I experienced that for a long time with myself, but when you're putting it into an investment account and you're looking at these different stocks and you can go through the financials of these stocks, which you know, um, doesn't take a rocket scientist to go through. Um, and I want to emphasize that point. Like it is not insanely complicated. Yes. You have to go do some research, learn a few things, but like it is not insanely complicated to get an overall idea. You might not go into the super specifics of like the analytics and stuff, but you can get a pretty good idea of what's going on in that company. Even Warren Buffett said, to be honest, trading is not that hard. Right? You just have to look at the company, just quickly, not quickly, but analyze the company, see what they have, see what they don't have, and then from there you can make a decision. I just kind of um, put it all into one sentence, what he said, but if you actually watch the video, he talks about how simple it actually is getting mm -hmm. to the market. Yeah, and, and quite simply, <clears throat> on top of that, a lot of people um, see investing as this big risk and gamble, and it absolutely can be. If you're going into... Um, everybody hears about the, like the i the brand new IPOs and stuff, right? Like the top companies that are you know coming out, like you got your Lyft, your Ubers, these massive tech companies. Small that, direct club. <laughs> that just like one second they're you know worth thirty cents, the next second they're worth two hundred dollars, and then they're back down, and you know it's just like or like the Bitcoin high. Like there's a lot of things and a lot of volatility in that market. 
but <clears throat> here in Alberta, like we're kind of an oil and gas place and looking at even how I have my portfolio set up, I'm young. I know that I'm not going to want to use this money for a while. So I can go into some riskier stuff. I can go into some, you know, favor my, um, my portfolio a little bit more towards that higher risk. So like your stocks that are going to change a lot more. So less of like your bank stocks and a lot more of your <clears throat> uh, energy in the energy kind of sector. And we've noticed that even you just pay attention to your news a little bit, you're watching. And if the financials look good on a, on a company and you're like, wow, they're at an all time lower, they're down 20% right now. Okay. Does this company look like it's going to have some serious issues? No. The lower it is, the more you need to pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. But there can be some pretty good returns on investments. And every time that you go and you look at that Google Finance app and you see your money, and sometimes it's going to be down a little bit, but other times it's going to be up. And But you see that that money, instead of just having it in the savings account, it's, it's making you money. It's doing something for you. And it becomes, you know, as Dwayne said, addicting. You just want to put more money in there. And you almost start saying, and especially when you have somebody like, you know, obviously with you and I, we can go back and forth and be like, hey man, like I'm going to outdo you. I'm going to out save you. Um, <laughs> it's an interesting little competition, mm -hmm. but to be able to go into certain investments and, and have that money that you're not planning to get, but you can watch it. You can watch it grow. You can, depending on the amount of research you do, you can put it into a really crappy company or you can put it into a really good company. Um, it's just, a, it opens up the the doors to a whole new experience and I think it's really cool and I hope more of our listeners um, you know start paying a little bit of attention to that especially if they're interested in finance whatsoever mm -hmm. you know it's great to just save but if not maybe go into like a wealth uh, wealth simple account something like that there's a few different options that you can do but investing one way or another is it's a way to get your money to work for you and you guys don't understand addicting aspect yet you know when you get addicted to shopping or you do shopping therapy because you know you're just feeling <clears throat> below the weather when it comes to trading you you do a little shopping therapy but your money is growing right and that's the best part so not only do you feel good about spending but you feel good about watching your money grow in your account and you have to be able to so for example this is this is one of the things that i just recommend for new beginners when you first start to trade there's this app you, you use a lot of this company you love a lot right maybe it's apple maybe it's samsung maybe it's microsoft right just search up microsoft financials on google and you don't even have to go into any web link it will give you how much they've made in the past couple of years and then you're like, huh, okay, that's how much they made, right? Do I still see people using the computers? What are the social trends going on, right? Do I really like this company? And do I believe that this company is going to be here 10 years down the road? And if that's what you believe, then I say, you know, test it out. Buy one stock of Microsoft or buy one stock of Snapchat. And then from there, you continue to do more research and you kind of get yourself into it just a little. Or exactly. And on top of that, though, I think... There are some companies that <clears throat> um, if you are going to do that kind of more hands-on approach, you need to expand outside of just the companies that you've heard of. Mm -hmm. um, because for example, Microsoft, I really want to own Microsoft stocks, 
They're $136 US. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of money mm-hmm. for me to put into a single stock. Um, I'd rather, you know, kind of split that up, have that in a few different ways. Mm-hmm. But if Microsoft drops 10% because some bad publicity or something happened, it's 10% off. I'm, I'm going to go and buy that, mm-hmm. buy that stock. But just be very aware that how well you do, you know, if you're buying at a, a low, you have the opportunity to make a whole lot of money. It doesn't matter if it goes up or it'll do a little bit of an up and then it doesn't matter from there if it goes up or down. Mm-hmm. You, you're still in the green, like you're still doing great. But if you buy it at a high or a, a good point, you're like, look at this stock, it's just on an exponential increase, I'm gonna buy it at the top. Mm-hmm. Expecting that it's gonna carry on like that. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the stocks that I've been watching will like take a little bit of a dive and I can imagine that hurts if you lose, you know, the first investment you make, look at it three days later and you're down 20%. That could be heartbreaking. Oh, 100%, but investment is also a patient scheme. When you put money into something, there's no, you're not gonna remove that for the next five years, unless something drastically happens. Like the CEO decides to just shut down the whole company, for example. So that's when you know that, okay, the stock is not going anywhere and then you pull out. But besides that, these companies are, the reason why companies list on the stock exchange is because they're trying to become a generational company. They're trying to last up to 100 years and even more. So that's the reason why stocks list on the stock exchange. So you know your money is in a pretty safe place, right? And there's not too many things to worry about if you invest in the companies that you do your research in. Yeah, and I think uh, just, I don't know what we're looking like for time here, Uh, but I think it's something that, especially at our age, um, so I'm just gonna talk a little bit again, of social factors here. Um, So many people are like, hey, yeah, you know what, if I put away 10% of my paycheck, you know, that'd be exciting, that'd be good. Um, You know, we're kind of nerds when it comes to, we're kind of finance nerds, we love money. it's a little bit uh, more difficult to get your average person as excited about stocks as we do. Um, I think in another life, we'd probably be stockbrokers. I think we, <laughs> um, but for your average person, even just putting money away into a savings account or into a, you know, just like a low risk tolerance, whatever, or going and talking to a financial advisor and saying, this is the position I'm in. What, what choices do I have? What options do I have? It can set you up for an amazing future, or you can avoid it, and it's kind of like the that like back of your mind, like oh, I probably should do that, but haven't kind of got a handle on it. You know, if that keeps going and that perpetuates, you could be in a situation where ten years down the road, fifteen years down the road, you know, you have some people that have set themselves up really, really well, and you have others that that don't, and then feel like wow, now I am locked into this career. I am locked into this path because I need to make enough money and I haven't been putting money away. I haven't been planning for my future. You know, this is especially how things are going, how much more money everything requires. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel a heck of a lot more comfortable having money that I'm constantly putting away than feeling like I'm living paycheck to paycheck. That, that hurts every single day um 
How are we doing for time here, Dwayne? We are 15 minutes in, so we got, we got a little bit of time. And I was actually just doing some research. Um, and <clears throat> it turns out that Watson Plashy doesn't charge at all. No commission. It's no commission, but it still has its uh, fee. For the, is this what simple? Not the what simple trade. I was, I was shocked because I was going through their fee. Yeah, let me show you really quickly. Let me pull up the fee schedule. Guys, we're having a little debate right now. We'll see here, because there's no way they, like, that's not a sustainable business model. They, they said they make money off of the 1.5% US, Canadian to US transactions. And on top of that, they have new plans to expand the app, right? And offer premium services that you will bring in return, have to pay a little bit for it. But that's the fee schedule. And then I can also show you how to make money. So guys, we found out that, or... No, 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 because everyday fee schedule. Below is a list of fees associated with normal day-to-day tra- transactions. Mm-hmm. The only trading fee we charge is a uh, currency exchange fee from US trades. Um, of the daily corporate corporate rate plus 1.5%, most brokers charge around 2% on top of this rate for this conversion. Um, so is it seriously just... Yeah, no fees. Oh, then, I see. So it's... Um, not make money. Um... Uh, <laughs> some sell their customers, so there's no plans to receive payments and orders submitted to simple trade. Orders are always executed at a best available price. So all Carson's going through is um, looking at the fee schedule. I'm just going to talk a little bit more about why you should invest and the purposes that you should invest. If you have a vision that you want to hit the vision by a certain yeah. amount of time, investing could really, really help you get there before that time. Instead of you saving, saving up money, and then just watching it in your bank account and just watching one dollar in there you he's really shocked right now that's why you could actually invest that money get paid in dividends <clears throat> and get paid a really really good amount every month which is amazing and a lot of people don't do that and that shocks me right because let's say the bank pays you let's say you have 30k in the account and the bank pays you 20 dollars a month if you have 30k in for example um torque oil and gas right you will get paid up to 150 dollars per month rather than 20 dollars from the bank right that's that's a quick example of how you can really move up move up that payment schedule to hitting your goals and hitting your dreams so i want to do one last quick note about passive income we hear that left and right dividends really are passive income um I did up a little spreadsheet here and, you know, there's $20 a year, for example, on, or let's say $50 a year, like I just did the math on one company here, Rio Can um, Realty Investment Trust. Um, if I dropped like $800 in it uh, at the stock price of about $26, I think it was going to work out to about 158 stocks or something. Mm-hmm. And 158 stocks times a dollar forty-four buy a uh, payout per year um, worked out to about I think it was like forty-three bucks a year or something. Um, and don't quote me on those numbers; that's just off the top of my head from what I remember. But 
at 43 bucks a year, that's, that's money every single year that that company is going to pay out. Assuming that the dividend doesn't go down. So you need to go and like pay attention to that when you're buying those stocks. But now $800 is making you 40 every year. And you go, well, that's pretty small amount. It is. But now that $800, you're not spending on random things and you're actually making money for it. You're not saving it for uh, putting it just in a savings account where it's barely doing anything. Mm -hmm. Plus the fact that the company can also go up from $26 to say 30 or $35. Yeah. And you're still making your $40 a year, but now you also have capital gains on top of it. Mm -hmm. That's why so many investors watch for dividends because you can get paid monthly, quarterly, um, semi-annually or annually. And that's huge, you know, at the, right now, I think um, from one company that we're invested in, uh, at least for myself, like I was doing the math, it's like $330 right now is what I'm making per year just on dividends from that stock. $330, that's, now that's a very, very, very high-end dividend stock, but that's $300, you divide that out by 12. That's every single month, you don't do anything. That little bit comes in. And the goal is to get that to the point where that money is, can cover all your expenses. So if you're not working, if you're doing a startup or anything like that, you have money just coming in so you don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. You can, if you are working, you can reinvest that plus the amount you're throwing in investments and your money exponentially grows. Mm -hmm. And that's letting your money make you money and letting your money's children make you money and then letting your money's grandchildren make you money. Yeah. And that's it for today's podcast. Um, our quick challenge of the day or micro challenge of the day is go talk to your banker about opening an investment account. Look at the fees, right? Get some information from them, then open a wealth trade account. Yeah, if you're going for something that has no fees, uh, definitely wealth trade is the way to go. Um, instead of TD, I mean, it's nice. TD has like a, it kind of looks good when you look at it. Um, I do like that, but for the fees, it's not worth it. It's really not. But, uh, yeah, um, hope everybody is having a good Tuesday. Let's, uh, get after it this week and get it done. All right.